RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. Scholarships are important to help surgeons, trainees and health professionals facilitate changes and improve the quality of surgical care and practice. Each year, RACS provides a number of scholarships through the Foundation of Surgery. Research scholarships for 2021 are open from now and close on April 12. Learning and development grants open in August. Two past scholarship recipients include Professor Greg O'Grady and Dr Deborah Wright, both based in New Zealand. They share their experiences and discuss the benefits that scholarships have provided to each of them in their fields of research and their careers. First, Dr Deborah Wright tells Chris Ashmore her background as a surgeon and the research she's focused on. I'm a general and colorectal surgeon working in New Zealand and I have a 0.5 academic position with the University of Otago. My interests are fairly wide-ranging but they include the genomics of malignancy, genomics of cancer, they include surgical education and they include large-scale collaborative network trials. So I've got irons in a few fires, but they're all really interesting. Now, scholarships, they're important for a whole number of reasons. And Deborah, you've received a couple of scholarships in the past. Can you tell me what they were for and why you applied? So they were back when I did my PhD. I interrupted my general surgical training, my set training to do a PhD, which I started now 10 years ago or so. And I applied for a RAC scholarship as part of covering the costs of that. And actually, that was very helpful, particularly in the first year of my PhD program, which I then went on to get larger scale funding from the Health Research Council of New Zealand. So the RAC's funding was particularly helpful for two reasons. One, practically, it supported that first year of my study. And secondly, when you're making this transition from being a full-time clinician and trainee, and stepping sideways to a period of focused research, it's really helpful to have other people, in this instance a scholarship committee, demonstrating their faith in you and the idea of your research by being prepared to give you money. So I think it's both practically helpful but also psychologically helpful as you make this transition from one role to another. If I can turn to Greg O'Grady now. Greg, what's your background and what's been your research focus? Sure. So I'm a general surgeon and a colorectal surgeon at Auckland City Hospital, but I split my time half between clinical and half between research. And in that research, I run a laboratory at the University of Auckland called the Surgical Engineering Lab, where we work on medical devices for surgical problems. Now, in the past, Greg, you've received several scholarships, including most recently in 2020, the John Mitchell Crouch Fellowship. What attracted you to apply for RACS scholarships? Yeah, so they're a natural fit for surgeons, obviously, and we hear a lot about them and and their successes through the surgical news and other forums. And the John Mitchell Crouch in particular is a very prestigious fellowship for the college, and it's a great honour to receive it. And yeah, it's it's more than just the the research support and funding alone. It's about the collegiality and the honour of receiving these scholarships through the college. And Greg, how important have they been in helping you achieve your research goals? They've been absolutely critical, actually. So they've funded some very kind of ambitious and early stage projects that I've had. And and sometimes it's hard to get funding for these really kind of almost wild ideas sometimes that you have as a researcher. But these scholarships have really enabled us to get 
projects going at an early stage and give them traction and get the team around them that you need to build quite ambitious projects and get them out of the lab and, and into the real world. And Deborah, how have the scholarships helped you in terms of your research goals? So the scholarship itself funded research into the genomics of colorectal cancer, specifically microRNAs in colorectal cancer. And I think you can tell from what I previously said, that theme continues in my current research. And my aim at the end of my PhD was to become somebody, I didn't imagine that I'd be someone who would have my own genomics lab. But if I could bridge those worlds between the clinical surgeons and the lab and facilitate discussion and collaboration between the two to be a bridge tender or a bridge builder, if you like, and that's where I, at the end of my PhD, thought I would like to be. And now I'm really fortunate to find myself in that position. So I'd say that actually, across all these different domains of my current research, my role and my skill set is mainly understanding to some degree different domains of knowledge and then fostering relationships and collaborations. And actually, I would say that my broad research goal is to leave things slightly better than I found them, to build things that previously didn't exist. And in many ways, in each of these endeavours, to step back and back and become less visible so that the idea itself and the collaboration itself continues without me. That's what I would like to do, and then I can move on to the next thing. Have those goals changed over time as you've developed clarity by doing the research? I don't think they've changed as much as they have crystallised about what my role is and what my strengths are, I guess. I think that's partly time and experience and partly age that you come to realise actually where's my place. You know, there are certainly people who are more skillful surgeons than me. There are certainly people who have far more expert genomics knowledge than me. So where's my place in all of this? Where's my place in the clinical and the academic environment and do I have one? And I think I can say at this point in my career, yes, I do have a skill set that can contribute and a position that's really enjoyable to me and the opportunity for that to continue to change and evolve and develop over hopefully a few decades to come. What about in terms of career, Deborah? How have the scholarships helped with your career goals? Well, my career goals have always been rather nebulous and there's great luxury, I think, in that which is really to have a career which is varied and interesting to me. And in order to have a job that's interesting to me, I've long recognised that I'm probably going to be doing more than one thing. And having got my undergraduate degree out of the UK, where doing a PhD as part of your training is more commonplace than here in Australia and New Zealand, I kind of had in the back of my mind that that might be something that I would pursue as part of this idea of having not a portfolio career, but I guess several streams going along in parallel. And so when I had the opportunity to do a PhD within my surgical training, that RAC scholarship really helped me to make that become a reality and helped to support myself and my family during that time. And Greg, how important have scholarships been with helping you achieve your career goals? Yeah, they've definitely accelerated them. So again, it's about getting momentum in your in your research world. When I came back to Auckland and had this idea of starting an engineering lab, the university gave quite a bit of support just to get it going. But that was more around the physical infrastructure and, and you know, maybe a technician, that kind of thing. But these scholarships enabled us to really accelerate 
the research program that I wanted to work on and probably brought it a few years forward than where it would have been otherwise just by giving it a great deal of momentum. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say, Greg, or want to say, but are you looking to apply for a scholarship this year? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm still um, enjoying the support of the last scholarship and uh, still progressing on the devices that came out of that scholarship. So I don't need any more funding this year. But some of my students might be applying for the PhD and other scholarships available through the college. And Deborah, are you applying for a scholarship this year? Well, that would be revealing my hand. But yes, myself and collaborators, of course, plan to put in for one of the surgical education grants. We're doing a really exciting project, which will bring real-time, real-life video, so curated video experience to the medical students, which, of course, has been particularly pertinent during the time of COVID. But actually, even without those restrictions to theatre access that we've experienced over the last 12 months, allows us to deliver a really high-fidelity curated and scalable theatre experience, quite different, either from having students stand in an operating theatre where they can't really see anything, or watch a video that is abstracted from them, that was taken at a different place in a different time, involving people that they don't know. So that application will be landing on the scholarship committee's desk in due course. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Well, finally, for those thinking of applying or perhaps have applied in the past but were not successful, any tips or words of encouragement? Oh, absolutely. Keep going. I think that failure or rejection, as it can feel at the time, is a part of everybody's academic practice. It's just part of it. But anyone in academia has had things turned down at least as much, if not many times more than they've had things accepted. And so I think it is important to recognise that there are many reasons why that can be. The pool that you're in, the theme of funding at the time, etc, etc. And it shouldn't be a deterrent to keep going. It shouldn't be a reflection of your value as an academic. It might cause you to slightly rejig things or tweak your application. And often that feedback can be helpful in helping you to do that. But if it's a good idea, if it's something that you really want to do, both the project itself and the broader learning that you will obtain from it, then keep going. Greg, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's a wide range of scholarships available through the college. It really is a fantastic supporting mechanism. It's been instrumental in helping some of our young researchers get started, especially at the PhD stage and their trainees. And um, yeah, there's a lot of resources available on the college website, but also just reaching out to the very helpful staff at the scholarships office who are really supportive and available. And then, yeah, I'm happy for people to, if they want to go for the, the sort of ones I've had, I'm very happy to have a chat with people as well and sort of explain some of the things that maybe have allowed us to be successful in Auckland. Professor Greg O'Grady and Dr Deborah Wright. Research scholarships are open from now until April 12 and learning and development grants open in August. For more information and how to apply, please visit surgeons.org scholarships. Details are in the show notes. RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 3111.